Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Mind Your Marketing Podcast. I am your host, Jordan Shelton. Today, I am speaking with Heather Hopkins. She is the founder of the app Goat Date, greatest of all time date, which is a dating application that focuses on video conversations between users. They launched their app And then within a few days, coronavirus lockdown happened and their app subsequently took off as people wanted to look for more ways to connect and saw video apps and video dating as a way to do it. So we get into the conversation and talk about, you know, where the idea came from, the growth strategies and some of the things that have happened with growing goat date. So interesting conversation. If you are looking at creating your own mobile app, this is definitely an episode for you. Uh, But before we get into the show, As always, this show is brought to you by Cave Social. Cave Social is a marketing agency based out of Los Angeles. If you need help creating content, running ads for social media, running ads on Instagram, you know those ads that you see and you say, hey, how could my company do that? Cave can help you out. So head over to cavesocial.com, contact them, and they will get your campaigns up and running. All right, let's get into this. What's going on, everyone? Welcoming today, Heather Hopkins to the show. She is the founder of Goat Date. So we're going to hop right in. What's Goat Date? What What is it? <laughs> Explain know, it to our listeners. I know it sounds a little funky at first, but so did Google, okay? <laughs> um, <laughs> so Goat Date is, you know, I've used all the dating apps and I just, so much of my time was spent, you know, chatting back and forth for days weeks, years, yes, years. And then I'd finally get on the date. And within five minutes, I'd go, oh, no, no, no. (laughs) And that happened so many times that I was like, okay, there has to be a better way. So I made a personal pledge to myself to FaceTime the guys beforehand. And that changed everything because I could see the chemistry, I could see how they moved and, and how they are. But then the other side of it was that if I wasn't interested in them, then they would have my phone number and they would keep texting me afterwards. And I was stuck in this long video date trying to get out of it. Then I basically said, you know, why isn't there an app that after you match, you meet face to face first, and then you spend your time chatting? I mean, why waste your time chatting with someone that you don't actually know that you have chemistry with? So go date. (laughs) It stands for greatest of all time date, because in the context of online dating, you really can't be, you know, being face to face with each other. So we're kind of bridging the way you would traditionally meet someone in real life and using technology to do so. Cool. It's on Apple. Now talk to me about, I guess, the name. Where did you come up with? I know, but how did I get there? So my mom grew up in the South. She's from Oklahoma. And she, you know, I told her, I was like, Mom, this is really important that the foundation starts face to face. And I really feel like any person who's going to meet online before they ever meet in person, I want them to have the prerequisite of going on a goat date or of going on a video date. And so she goes, Oh, you know, this reminds me of back in um, Oklahoma, what we used to do was something called Coke dates. And no, it's not what you think. But it's literally what they would do was they would grab a Coca Cola together. And that would be you can only drink a Coca Cola for so long. It was kind of like they got to see if they got along and had that connection. And then once they had their Coke date, then they would actually like if they were interested, they would go to make plans to do something more elaborate as a date. So I love that whole idea. And I was like, I, I want to bring that same idea to technology. I just started playing around with different names that were obviously I couldn't use Coke date. And so I use goat date, um, which stands for greatest of all time, as I said. 
Very cool. Now, do you have a background in technology or how did you kind of get the wheels going on this? Sure. I do not have a background in technology, but I do have a background in dating. <laughs> yes, I've dated a lot myself, but also I ended up years and years ago, I started a podcast that's all about dating and I was sort of, my listeners would, you know, they would follow along my own dating life and I would tell them my experiences on different apps. I would talk about all the dates I was going on. They heard a lot of bad date stories because unfortunately that was, that is something that a lot of people experience, a lot of bad dates till you get a good one in online dating because most of the dates are based off of a chat, which as we know is not really translatable of the person. So I started my podcast. That made me really I really learned about the dating, the dating market. People would come to me always for advice. And I just learned so much about what people don't like and what people like. And also from my own experience, I learned it. So that sort of led me into creating GoDate. Very cool. So take me back to that time, right? It's late 2018. You've started the app. Where do you go to get your first users? What did that plan look like? I founded it in 2018, but obviously we know it takes quite a bit to actually bring to the world and into real life. So we, we built the app for about a year and a half. And then we spent about the, the later half of that year testing. So we had about a two and a half month beta test. We really got to learn so much about our users. And we were constantly like having conversations with them, figuring out what they like, what they don't like, how we can make that experience better. And then we actually came out Unfortunately, two days before the pandemic was announced, we did not, you know, obviously we did not plan for anything like this. No one did. We had an entirely different go-to-market strategy than what occurred. Now, weirdly, I feel like the pandemic might help your app. I know. So because this is all about marketing, I think this is something that if you are an app, if you do, if you're an entrepreneur in the technology field, maybe this could help you during this time. Well, Basically, my favorite way of marketing anything is word of mouth. I'm a huge believer in the best thing to hear about anything is from your friend. That was really what our whole strategy was based on. We had already successfully done two days at different colleges. We bounced around. We got about a thousand users just from the two days alone. And then the world shut down. So the beautiful thing that happened because of the world shutting down is that we are a you know, we were never built for Corona. We were never built to, I mean, we were definitely not built for that. We were built to create real relationships and then bring them into the real world. And, you know, you meet off the giddiness of video and then you take it into in person. It's just so much better a foundation. But what we found is that people started to seek out us. So people were looking for video dating. And that just happens to be what our foundation is and what our core is. And so we actually found that what happened is, is that we got so many more users who, because they sought out us and we didn't seek out them, they turned into much more active users. Uh, Hopefully that makes sense. So by sort of switching, by sort of the times, people were searching for us. And so they really became more active users than the people who we would have searched out because they weren't necessarily looking for us. Totally. And I could see how it's one of those things, right? You have a strategy, you're going to do all these things. Obviously, COVID-19 takes place and nobody was ready for that. But it's a a silver lining, right? Yes. When people have spent 90 days and we want human connection. I know. That a video app you know, it comes to the forefront. So that makes a ton of sense. Now, have there been any unexpected hurdles that have come from growing the app where you're like, ooh, didn't see that coming outside of COVID? I mean, like with regards to how maybe people are using it, 
catfishing is probably not as big a deal. Yeah, we have a feature actually called the catfish catcher. And so it stops catfishing at the root. So you will never even go on a goat date with someone who is a catfish. We make every user before ever being allowed to go on a goat date, they have to complete a three second video, which basically, which we call the catfish catcher. And all they say is, hi, my name is Jordan. Hi, my name is Heather. Super quick it displays at the bottom of every single person's profile. So you can always know that the person you're going to go date is the person in the photos. Very cool. Now yeah. that's uh, probably a needed feature yes, uh, definitely. in today's world. Yes, it's been very uh, successful. Now, as things ease with COVID, right? Are you looking to can, as the world, you know, get back to normal and let's yeah. say if, if it ever gets back to, you know, <laughs> quote unquote normal yeah. in three months or yeah. whatever that time frame looks like, what is that next marketing initiative? Are you going to go back to your go-to-market strategy? Are you guys cooking up new stuff? Yeah, of course. So I think we're going to go, we definitely have had to introduce stuff that we were not planning. Like most of our users have been built organically. However, we did just, you know, recently have to ramp in some paid ads, unfortunately, just because we can only do so much infiltrating of the organic online marketplace. So we're going to combine both that strategy and then also using what we learned about people seeking us out, turning into more active users versus us seeking them out. So we definitely are planning with the combination of our current online strategies to do these in-person experiences. But, you know, instead of walking up to people, we want them to walk up to us. That's sort of the, we'll use those learnings to hopefully bring in that word of mouth that is more, you know, turns into more active users. No, totally. That that makes a, a ton of sense. Very cool. I think the experience thing is something that a lot of brands are opening up to. I was talking with a, a CMO of a skincare company and he said, mm. you know, they have a clinic where people can come yeah. in and experience the products and uh, it, with, under Kate Somerville and, you know, it's in West Hollywood and they're able to do this and really build the experience or how the founder of Tom's has a coffee shop in Venice, right? Where yes. you can come and just kind of chill out and really see what the community is like that supports Tom's shoes. And then you end up becoming, you know, more aligned with that brand overall. Definitely. And, and that's something that it's been really beautiful to watch our user base grow. And I know our team, we're all about our community. We call them the herd. <laughs> that's all of our members. Um, the herd is extremely, I mean, our user base is people who are not trying to sit there and play games and like send out a bunch of messages and get a bunch of attention. Like, our users are friendly and they're the people who would choose to like go meet a bunch of people that night instead of sit at home and eat brownies and watch Netflix. Nothing wrong with that. But like, that's what we found is our users are very social. They're kind of that, if you, if you have that friend in the friend group, that's very kind of the social butterfly, very vibrant. That's what our community looks like. That's what the herd looks like. So we are all about, you know, having those different events we have some plan where people will be able to come to one of our events and we will literally help them make the best goat date profile. And we'll give all of our tips to like really what we've found is getting the most success. So we're all about connecting with people. That's the whole core of our app is really meeting people face to face and truly connecting, not just sending out a bunch of messages. And talk to me about specifically, I guess, coaching users, right? Where yeah. I look at a lot of people are scared to be on camera, scared to film themselves, yeah. scared to film themselves will become, people become weird when a camera's on them. It's just, it's- <laughs> Absolutely. A, so are there things you do to kind of help coach people through that? Sure. So I'll tell you right now, when I was on the other dating apps, the reason why I had to create to go date was because, like I said, I made this pledge to myself, like, okay, I'm going to FaceTime these guys beforehand, before I ever agree to meet. 
And it was almost like for some of them, there was this hesitancy. It was kind of like it was very awkward to ask. And I got a very awkward response back. And I was like, you know what? There has to be an app that actually curates this group of people that they know that's what they're signing up for. There's not these people who be like weird about that. And so that's why I think the goat date community is so different. The herd is so different because they are people who are not sitting there trying to play games or waste time. They're, you know, they're people who are not afraid to show their face. So I think like to answer your question, we've already, that's our user base. There are people who are, they know what they're signing up for. And that's why there is a disconnect on other apps because not all of their user base, like a lot of them do just want to sit there and chat all day. Right. Your consumer customer persona really is, you know, you've targeted down to we're going after the outgoing person yes. who doesn't want to waste time and is like, is ready to, to see what that other person in the dating app is about right away. Now, do you guys do anything? I find dating apps fascinating because <laughs> the sole purpose of the dating app is for the person to not be on it eventually. Yeah. Right. Um, so how have you guys thought or done anything to, I guess, like handle the customer journey after they've found a partner to make them brand advocates, tell I mean, their story? How does that, how does that look? Yeah, we are always loving getting success stories. That's our favorite thing. And also, you know, I feel like there is some conversation in the dating world, like, oh, if you're like, that's the worst part about being in the dating world is because the dating industry, because if you're that good, then your churn rate is so high. But for us, I would love to be known as the app that just, I mean, we just lose all of our people because it's just so ragingly successful. I mean, that's amazing to me. I will happily take that title. (laughs) And that's fine with me because, you know, there's always single people. There's always relationships. I mean, I've had a lot in my lifetime where you're in one and you get out of one. But I think if we're known as the app that just you meet your your guy or your girl or your one, I'm proud to be known as that. And I think that speaks to really purpose-based marketing, right? Absolutely. Where a lot of people in the tech world and in company world, it's easy to get caught up in churn rates and what is yes. our user growth and right. what is the dollars look, and what do the dollars look like? And I think those things need to be accounted for. But when you go to the deeper mission of the company, you know, your mission of the company is to help people fall in love, right? Absolutely. And And I think there's a lot of companies that are in it for the numbers and these crazy things. But I personally, we're a long lasting brand. We're not we're not just here for the short game. We're here to actually bring the world back to connecting face to face, because that's something we've totally just been so wrapped up in our keyboards. And we miss that. If we don't have active users who are actually meeting, then it means nothing to us. Right, right. How many markets are you guys in right now? You know, so we started off primarily focused in Southern California, just because that's where we're based. However, with Corona, we found so many different people found us. We have four major markets that we're in. However, with the opening back up, we are kind of shifting back to our California base. So thankfully, though, with Corona, people have been you know, we've watched so many of our users and we even have success stories of people in California meeting people in New York and now they're dating. Like it's people in in Corona seem to open up their preferences much more, which I think is a beautiful thing. And they were like, I'm stuck at home anyway. So what's it make a difference if I meet someone in New York or if I meet someone in Texas? And so we found, you know, a lot of connections and a lot of success stories happen that way. So I think Good Dates just a very, I'm the founder, so I'm very biased, but it's so beautiful to see because, you know, I remember when I was on dating apps, I would 
<laughs> I wouldn't probably talk to a guy across the country because do I want to sit there and text and chat all day? No, but would I be open to this guy looks like he's awesome. Would I be open to talking with him for five minutes via video first? Yes, because you never know what could happen. And that's been something that I've tried to ingrain so heavily um, with the herd and with our users. And I tell them just chemistry, there's no science to it. So please just go on as many goat days as possible. And you might be so shocked who you actually connect with. And they've surprisingly, we've seen so many goat dates occur with people who aren't necessarily just in their geographic convenient location. So it's been really beautiful to watch that happen as well. Very cool. Now, you said at the start you have a podcast. Are you still doing that podcast regularly? And what's it called? <laughs> yes, I am. So it's called The Hookup with Heather Hopkins. And I'm just, it's basically, I talk about different dating things that are happening, whether it's, you know, ghosting or, or all kinds of different topics. And I bring on relevant guests to those topics. So it might be people, you know, from TV, from film, and it's very fun. It does sound like it's going to be some <laughs> sexual podcast, but it's very family friendly. My little cousin listens. It's, it's very upbeat talking about dating. And I'm always, you know, encouraging listeners to be bold. Don't be afraid. Be yourself. And so I'm, I'm very much about that. Rather, I'm very, uh, not. I don't like games at all. I never preach that. I'm very encouraging of listeners to just put themselves out there and, and you never know what could happen. Very cool. And is there a lot of cross promotion of goat date in the podcast <laughs> or do you keep those separately? So I actually haven't. So it, it's more, I run it by seasons. I basically record so many episodes for a season. I'll do about like 15 episodes a season. Go Date actually has been a, very much a secret for the past two years. Um, I've been keeping it, you know, inside. Just most people didn't even know. They just thought I was doing a podcast. They just thought, oh, I have a dating podcast. But I've actually been working on this for quite a long time. And so I just wrapped my season before I announced about Go Date. So I'll definitely... The next season, we'll definitely talk about Go Date a lot more. Hopefully, I can bring on some different couples from Go Date and and just yeah, I'm very excited to kind of ingrain that into the podcast. Very cool, very cool. So uh, before I let you go, if anybody wants to go get on Go Date, where's the head? So we are on Android and the App Store, and we're also I'm always giving dating tips and and, and tricks and video dating tips on our Instagram at Go Date. Yeah, we're very good about, we love to talk to our users and we just are so excited for all the people connecting face-to-face. -face. So please message us, tell us your success stories. We love talking to our users. Unreal. And for uh, everyone listening, I will put the links in the show notes. So just click on through and you'll be able to go on a goat date, fall in love, and yes. then report back to us. Perfect. I'm excited. Awesome. All right, well, I'm going to let you get out of here. Thank you for coming on the show. I appreciate you taking the time out of your day. Okay. Thanks so much, Jordan. I appreciate it. It was fun. I learned a lot too. So I'm excited. Guys, go check out Goat Date. And uh, if you are a fan of the show, please hit like, subscribe, share, all that good stuff. And I will catch you next time.